You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi there, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast, the podcast for coaches to grow a thriving coaching practice. And that's brought to you by CoachesConnectionAcademy.com. This is episode 73. My name's Anne-Marie Cross, and I'm here with my co-host, Jennifer Sparkle-Johnson. Now, are you struggling to get new clients? Maybe you feel undervalued and underpaid, but you know, you're concerned if you raise your fees, you're going to lose your existing clients. Maybe you're not sure how to market your business so you get noticed and hired by your ideal client. Well, if that sounds like you, you are in the right place. So whether you're just starting up your coaching practice, or maybe you've been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. We're going to teach you the right strategies around money, around marketing, and of course, around money mindset so that you get noticed, get new clients who pay you what you're worth so you can finally grow a successful profitable coaching practice. So let's get started. We're thrilled to be able to be here with you today for another show. Now, are you struggling to get the attention of your ideal client? You know, you've been out there, you're doing everything that you, you've you heard that you need to do or that you think that you need to do to grow your business, but no matter how hard you work at being seen, your ideal clients are just not lining up at the door, desperate to hire and work with you. So you may ask yourself the question, what am I doing wrong? I'm seeing other coaches do these sorts of strategies, but for me, crickets. So on today's podcast, Jennifer and I are going to share five reasons why you are not being seen and a number of these reasons we've not yet spoken about on any of our podcasts. So uh, a lot of this content is new and these may very well be why you're not being seen by your ideal client. And of course, that's coming up in our Words of Wisdom segment a little later on in the show. But before we dive in, we do have a, a very, very quick announcement. Jennifer, do you want to jump on in? Because we're so excited about uh, the three-part training series that we've launched recently. Can we share with everyone what that is and how they can access this free training? I am so excited and I would love to share about our three-part training series. Be seen, be heard, be hired. Oh, I even just love saying it. <laughs> it really is your roadmap to triple your business in 30 days. And here's what we're going to we're going to walk through with you. Why is no one noticing me? Why is no one hearing me? And why is no one hiring me? Now, if you want to join us, simply go to www.beseenbeheardbehired.com. Again, that's www.beseen be heard, be hired.com. Yeah, I love that. And you know, in some areas, we're, in some places, we're saying, you know, triple your business in, in 90 days, in 60 days, and in 30 days. And the reason is because, and I just wanted to clarify that in case some of you are a little bit confused, that's because our clients, haven't they, Jennifer? Some have done it in 90 days, some have done it in, in 60, and some have done it in 30. And um, yeah, it's possible even for you. And, and anybody who's sitting there thinking, oh, it is so not possible, it really, really is. And the reason it's so important for us to help you realize that is because some people, it really was just having that little bit of clarity, that one or two little things that just really helped them get clear either on their message or their marketing, and then everything started to unfold. Mm. So make sure you join us. Yeah, absolutely. And here's today's tip of the week. 
Well, Jennifer and I have just absolutely loved answering questions that have come in. So we've got another question that we want to answer this week in uh, today's segment of Tip of the Week. And it's from Janine. And Janine uh, has said to us, I've got limited income and I've just started my coaching practice. However, I've been hearing over and over about the importance of hiring support staff, even if just for a few hours a week. How do I know what to outsource? Should I start generating uh, a steady income first before I hire people? Help! Janine, we've got some um, tips to share on that for you. Yeah, for sure. You know, the biggest thing to remember is start small or you may want to consider starting with a one simple project that you're working on that takes up a lot of your time. So think about this. Think about a specific task that needs to be completed, yet you maybe don't have to do all the details and all the components yourself. So this really is a great lesson in letting go for those of us that like to hang on to everything. I know that was for sure me. (laughs) Um, And I know Anne Marie's favorite thing to share with people is one of the things she first started doing was having someone help her with her emails and that's that's what she was able to outsource right away which oh my goodness saved so much time so think about what is one small thing that I can go ahead and let go of now when you do that of course if you're hiring someone quote unquote and paying someone we want to make sure that when you're having that extra free time from the tasks that someone else is handling for you you make sure that you use that now quote-unquote free time on income producing activities so that you start generating that extra income one money coming in is always awesome and you want to make sure that you're bringing in uh, income so that you of course can take care of the person that you've now hired as well so it's really about that beautiful flow you're hiring someone getting things done and you're also having that abundant money flowing into you to take care of, of business and you know what Make sure that you do focus on those income producing activities because sometimes it can feel a little good to have someone helping us and we can tend to get a little comfortable and possibly start wasting some time, which is not what you want to do. Um, not saying that you specifically would, but we're all human, right? <laughs> so just make sure you pay attention to that just in case that starts to show up for you, especially with all the distractions in today's world. It's very easy to um, waste time. Now, something that we do want to share with you, feel free to check it out and see if it's for you. And that's a resource. There's two of them that we want to share. It's Odesk or Elance. Again, check out Odesk or Elance. They're great resources for you. It's going to allow you to tap into some of those experts out there um, without having to cost you an arm and a leg. So make sure and check those out and see if they're for you. Mm, Absolutely. And just those resources, odesk.com or elance.com. Great resources. So Janine, hope that helps. Today's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. So today's words of wisdom, five reasons why you are not being seen. And as we said at the top of the podcast, you know, if you're struggling to get the attention of your ideal client, you've been out there networking, you are using social media, you are speaking or whatever it is that you're doing to really boost visibility for you and your coaching business, but you're just not noticing or you're just not generating a steady stream of your ideal clients. There's a number of things that you probably are not hitting the mark on. 
And so today, Jennifer and I want to share five of these reasons. And these reasons we've actually identified in our businesses and of course in the businesses of our, our clients. So we want you to use this as a checklist as well. If you recognize, and we say this, don't we, all the time, Jennifer, in, in our podcast, that if you recognize that you are doing one or more of these things, please use this as a checklist, celebrate it, because now that you know better, you can make better choices, you can then take better action, and you can really find a way that is going to work for you. So please, no beating up, no self-judgment, no self-criticism, just pure celebration that, hey, now I know that what to do and what I can do better. So Jennifer, what's the first thing that we want them to, to realize that they may be doing this and they need to transform this and, and turn it around? Yeah, n- number one is you're not visible. So when we're talking about you're not visible, we want you to think about a few things. And first of all, what are you doing in your marketing? And is it sporadic or do you actually have a consistent way of getting and actually being visible? Think about how frequently are you actually sharing your brilliance? And I just love that because you know what? We are brilliant and we get to be out there sharing it. So how often and frequently are you doing that? Okay, we do want to make sure and help you think of some ways to share your brilliance. Uh, The first one is writing articles or blog posts. Also, share your brilliance with podcasts. Yay, love that one. (laughs) (laughs) There's also videos. And the next one is speaking at events and and actually speaking at events where your ideal clients are hanging out, right? Now, the next one, of course, social media, and there's many platforms for that. Then also something that a lot of people uh, tend to miss, and that is online forums. That can be extremely huge for you. So start keeping an open mind about that if you haven't been doing that just yet. And then the last one that we want to share, even though the list goes on and on, is of course networking because networking is a great way to get out of your office and meet people and connect with people and build those relationships. Now, as we said, you know, the list can be endless and it can be a little bit like, holy smokes, where do I start? Right? So we're not saying you have to do everything. We're definitely not saying that at all. And we're going to go into that a little bit deeper in, in reason number four. Yet we want you to think about and notice what is important for you right now. What do you enjoy? What is your solid marketing plan that you either have in place already or that you can get in place, right? Have a plan in place so that you are getting yourself visible. Use that list that I just shared with you uh, and see, okay, I want to pick a couple of those and really focus on those so that you can start getting consistency and visibility. Mm. Jennifer, I think that this is so important because some people may be sitting there thinking, yeah, but I'm doing that and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And here, but here's the thing, you may recognize that you are doing some of those things and either of the, the, the wonderful ways to, to build visibility that Jennifer mentioned, being sporadic. It's not having a consistent plan. So in other words, you're only showing up every now and again in an article or only every now and again in networking. And as we know, it takes time to build relationships. So what we're really focusing on here is find something that you enjoy, find something that works well for you and do that consistently so you're not spreading yourself out so thin. So I absolutely yeah, consistency love that. Is the key. Oh, absolutely. And for some of us, when we land on that that one way or one or two ways that really works well for us, it almost feels like 
I don't want to word, use the word cheating, but it's kind of like, <laughs> wow, this is so easy. I love doing this and it's generating me, you know, the connections and everything. It's fun. And that's really what it should be. You, you know, your marketing should not be something that you absolutely dread and hate because you're just not going to show up as the brilliant you if, if you're using a, a strategy that you really despise. So I love that one. You're not visible. Did you want to yeah, say something more? I do that? want to mm. say something real quick because I know for a lot of people first starting out and I honestly, I was the same way. Just the thought of the word marketing was like, oh my goodness, right? Mm. And that's why I love this list is because marketing doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be very stressful. Look at the list that we're sharing with you. If you wrote down the notes, um, think about, like Amory said, think about where you want to start so that you are consistent. And remember, every time you're reaching out, whether it's podcasts or the blogging or the networking or the online forum, that is marketing. That mm. is building relationships of like no and trust. So that's the first one, you're not visible. The second one is you're invisible. And mm. you may already have a marketing strategy in place. As we said, you may recognize that you are doing some of the things that Jennifer mentioned already in your business. But what may not be happening is that your marketing message, this is the message that you are putting out there that you are sharing when you are networking or when you are speaking or whatever way that you are using the vehicle, it's the message. And you need to then go back and just revisit does my message connect? Does it engage? Does it grab the attention of my ideal client? Do they realize that I'm speaking to them? Often what happens is we haven't done enough research on our ideal client. And Jennifer and I will continue to say this over and over again, that you need to know your ideal client intimately. You need to know who they are, what they are struggling with, what they continue to battle with as far as their challenges, their issues, their problems. And we've said it over and over on the podcast, and I'm sure you've heard about this before. You know, other blogs and other business coaches and podcasts say this too. We cannot stress the importance of doing this because once you do know your ideal client so intimately that your marketing messages sprinkles the key words, sprinkles the key phrases that he or she is experiencing, they're feeling, they know that this keeps it up at night and they get a sense of that you know, you know them, you empathize with them and you can support them. That is gold and that means that your ideal client, when they read your message, when they hear your message, if you've got a podcast and they can hear you um, speak to them, they'll be thinking, wow, I need to get closer or I need to find out more about this coach because I, I'm sure that he or she can help me. So question for you is how well do you know your ideal client? And be honest now, do you need to go back and do a little bit more research? And if you're not able to share the struggles, the emotions, the dreams, the desires of your ideal client in the language that they use, then we really do encourage you to uh, to do some further research. And Jennifer, you've got a beautiful story that really does confirm how important this is. Yeah, you know, it's wonderful. I, I went to this event and was very, very lucky to hear this incredible singer and his name is Tiamo, T-I-A-M-O, T-I-A-M-O. And it was so awesome to hear his story. And he was sharing with the group because this was a coaching event that, you know, when he first started, he loves to sing, he plays guitar, he loves to perform, right? When he first started, it was like, okay, where do I go? You know, of course, thinking this along the same kind of things that we're thinking about, you know, 
do I play weddings? Do I play bars? Blah, blah, blah. Where do I go? And for him, he got really clear on who his ideal client was and he got really clear on the marketing message and he got really clear on how he wanted to run his business. And so now he doesn't do all those other things. He literally now only performs for high end private events. And what a brilliant, brilliant man. What an incredible performance um, that he gave. His voice is just unbelievable. I invite everyone to check him out. It's uh, tiamomusic.com, T-I-A-M-O music.com. You'll love it. And it's just, it's such a great message because it's just that reminder. He didn't want to go in different places because it didn't, it didn't fit for him. And he's like, I know who my audience is and that's where he went and he's doing fabulous. Mm, I love that story. And I know you've shared that with me before, Jennifer, and you know how he's gone from marketing, 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 and showing up and playing for an audience of one to now sell out, sell out crowds at high, you know, high level events. That's what we want for you guys as, as well. So please understand who your ideal client is so that you really can speak to him or her in every single message, every single piece of content that you share. By the way, we do know that many, many coaches continue to struggle with that. And that's why in the training that we've released, the free training, beseenbeheard.com, Jennifer and I share with you some places and examples of places where you can go to be able to learn more, to be able to observe what your ideal client is saying, to hear it, to see it. And there's also one little resource in there. It's a little when I say little it's not actually little mm -hmm. but it's a place you can tap into that you probably would never have even thought of uh, going to and uh, I know that I've used that often to be able to see some of the keywords and phrases that my ideal clients using and it has been really such a huge eye-opener please get yourself on that that list be seen be heard be hired.com so that you can start to really deepen your knowledge your awareness of who your ideal client is so that your marketing message really can no longer be invisible but be visible and capturing the attention and, and having them step up and saying Hey, I want to work with you. Yeah. Now, the third one we want to talk about is just like Tiamo in the beginning, right? The third one is you're showing up in the wrong places. Now, I don't know about you guys, yet when I start thinking about all the places that you can continue to promote and market your business and show up, it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's very overwhelming, right? That's why we're here. We want to help everything calm down just a little so that it is doable for you. And here's what you got to think about. And it's, it's human nature, right? If you're speaking to someone who's an expert in videos, they're going to tell you that you must have a video. If you're speaking to someone who's written a book, of course, they're going to tell you, you must have a book. You must write a book, right? And if you're on Facebook, everyone is on Facebook. Everyone's on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and the list goes on and on. People are going to share with you what's best for them. So we want to make sure that literally right now, we want you to stop for just a moment. Ah, stop and take that breath. Really, just breathe for a moment. This is about you. How do you know where your ideal client is hanging out? Are they hanging out on Facebook? Are they hanging out on Twitter or Instagram? Fill in the blank, right? Think about what's important for you and your ideal client because you don't know unless you do the research and think about their, the struggles that they have, who they are, what, what it is that they are wanting to change, right? What are their problems and challenges? 
think about your ideal client and get to know them intimately with their struggles and what they're looking for as far as changes. And then it's really going to help guide you to where are they hanging out? And of course, especially where are they not hanging out? Because you don't want to spend your time where they're not hanging out. And sharing your brilliance in a platform or in a space that your ideal client's not going to hear you. Now, we've got a fantastic uh, story that we can share just to show the impact that this can have. And I remember speaking to a social media coach and she specialized in working for mature aged people. So she really knew who her ideal client was and what they wanted. And they wanted to learn Facebook, particularly Facebook, because these mature aged people were grandparents and they wanted to connect with their grandchildren because they knew their grandparents children were there on Facebook sharing images and yeah these these grandparents really just wanted to, to connect with their grandchildren there and so she was writing articles she was creating videos she was on Twitter she was doing all of the social media stuff to grab the attention of these mature age people so that she could train them on Facebook and you know we sort of asked the question are they hanging out on these places that you're writing and sharing all of this wonderful content. And she got and said, I don't think so. So you know what, where she really then started to focus when she had a aha and that insight, she really started to focus her attention on existing places that she was already hanging out and getting in front of her ideal clients and training them already. It was at these retirement villages and when she was in front of, you know, 10 or 20 people, she would then ask for recommendations. She would then ask them to share it with their other, you know, their other colleagues and so forth because these people were going and networking with other people in the, the village and, and externally as well. And so then, you know, she recognized, wow, I'm leaving a, a great opportunity on the table and asking for these recommendations and so forth. So once you know where your ideal client is hanging out, that's where you really want to start to create the your visibility, your marketing strategy. So you are there showing up and so they can find you in a place where you know that they're going to hang out. So that's uh, such a powerful lesson. And I know I can hear these light bulbs going off, can't you, Jennifer? <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So the fourth one is you're using the wrong tools or the wrong technologies. And this follows on perfectly from what Jennifer was saying. So not only can you be showing up in the wrong places, you can also be showing up using the wrong tools or technology so much so that your ideal client isn't consuming your content. They're not even hearing or listening to or reading your content. So your marketing messages are just not being absorbed or heard, or they're just not connecting with your material because it doesn't fit in with their communication style or, or preferences or even their schedule. Uh, we could do a whole series of topics on communication styles and, and preferences. We love that. But let me give you an example. I know that many people say video is a great medium to market your business and share contact with people or content with people, I should say. And, you know, studies from years ago uh, kind of confirmed that uh, the impact of communication, 55% is visual, 38% audio, 7% words. Now, while some of you may think, oh, well, 
I don't know whether it's that exact percentage, but let me ask you, if you go to a presentation and you've been longing to listen to this information because it's something you really want to learn and the speaker gets up on stage and they're hunched over and they talk in a monotonous voice (laughs) like this, are you going to listen to that content even though you love it? I think not. I mean, I'm sure we can think back to many of our, we may have even had teachers that spoke in a very monotonous voice and it was kind of like, oh my goodness, I need to get out of there. So that kind of gives you that example. You're not going to listen or look at someone if their mannerisms are just not connecting with you. Now, I know personally that my preferred communication and learning style is visual. Visual first, followed closely by audio and then followed closely by getting my hands in there, getting, you know, down and dirty, working hands on on the activity. Now, because my preferred communication style is is visual, you would think that I love to watch videos. Now, that's not actually the case because I find that because I'm so visual, if I watch a video, it's too distracting. I look at everything that's going on around. if, If it's a woman, I mean, what's she wearing? Oh, she looks lovely. Oh, I love her earrings. You know, all of that kind of stuff. I'm not listening to this fantastic content that she is sharing. So I don't hear that. And I look at the expressions on their faces because, you know, I love watching people's um, mannerisms and and things like that. So I notice all of these things. It's a distraction for me. So videos are really distracting and they're also very time consuming as well. So I won't sit down and I won't watch them. But then if you ask me about podcasts, so this is audio, which is my second preferred communication style. I love them. I absolutely love them. Now, one of my colleagues on Facebook, her communication preference is so audio that anything visual, she just doesn't connect with. And just a couple of days ago, this 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 happened. Someone shared some great mind maps with her uh, of a three-day course that she presented and everyone was just blown away by these incredible mind maps. But she said, oh, look, they're great. But she said, you know, to me, you just imagine all of these scribbles, you know, scribbles. She said, I just can't absorb them because these visual tools and technologies are just not my thing. But, you know, for her, audio is. So this is such a great reminder for you. You know, are you using the wrong tools or the wrong technologies for your client? Now, this doesn't mean that you need to go out and reinvent the whole wheel. You don't need to do that at all because some of you may just need to repurpose some of your existing content. So in other words, if you've created videos, why not have the video then created into an audio that people can download? Or if people, you've, you know, have, you've got some great articles on your blog site, why don't you then create an audio of, of that or create it into a PowerPoint presentation so that you can record uh, as a video or even have you presenting on on camera. So what what here's what we're not saying that you have to go out and you do all of those different things not at all. Do you have an idea of what your ideal client the preference that they have? It just may mean you need to shift some of uh, the ways that you're delivering your message and the tools that you are using. So this is a huge topic again that Jennifer and I can can uh, go on and on about, but we just wanted to to make you aware of that so that sometimes you know for you it might just be a little change, a little tweak in in how you're delivering that content yeah and just like we shared earlier it 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 sometimes just is that one small shift Mm. that really can absolutely change 
your your business like beyond and i just love that because that's usually what it is it's just you know one little shift that still needs to happen and that is so so awesome all right now the next one number five you know i'm i'm just gonna kind of lay it on the line (laughs) number five is you're playing small and this can happen right and we really want to share some mindset around this we want to share the mindset around getting your message out and positioning yourself as the go-to person in your field now for some of you that excites you for the majority of you you probably think oh my gosh who am i right the who am i syndrome can show up so here's what we want you to think about and just walk through this with me you know because you will hear people say you know position yourself as the expert you know show up as a specialist as a thought leader as someone with authority you know of course know the knowledge that you specialize in you know make sure that you're known in your field and of course we've certainly used these phrases and words too from time to time because it, it is important and What's really important is that you make sure you know inside, inside, right? We're talking about the mindset here. So you're positioning yourself outside, absolutely, and making sure that you know on the inside what you're speaking about. Because when you are comfortable on the inside, when you handle that inner critic who, you know, for most of us, it's going to show up, we're human beings. If you can handle that on the inside, then when you're speaking, automatically that confidence comes out. Your ideal client hears that confidence. They are drawn to you as a very credible person who can actually support them with the problem or challenge that you're that they are experiencing. So that's what's really cool is when we can do that. So what I want to make sure that everybody kind of thinks about for just a moment is what happens when I do go into self-doubt? What do I do when that inner critic shows up and and how am I supposed to position myself as an authority when on the inside I'm going, oh, holy smokes, right? <laughs> okay, so here's a few things to think about. First of all, again, as Anne-Marie always, and I always say, take a breath, right? Take a breath. That's going to help you. <sighs> Remember this, there's only one you, right, on this planet. And what happens is there's only one you. You know more than you think you do. And you are a combination. You're a combination of your life experiences. And you are a combination of your training. And you are a combination of just all kinds of stuff, right? That means you are unique your way to help someone is unique if you know your 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 let's say product or service whatever it happens to be you do have everything you need the inner critic is just simply showing up and usually it's because we're afraid we're going to show up and and be judged or or um someone's going to look at us and say you know who do they think they are and especially as you're building your business and money's flowing in right it's okay It's just your inner critic showing up. And you know what? You have everything you need. You have enough uh, information. And and I know you're trained, right? That's why you're on the call. You're a trained coach. And so oftentimes, you just have to really realize it comes down to the tall poppy syndrome. Mm. It really is that simple. It's the tall poppy. Mm. And and it, it happens for a lot of us. 
and it is okay. Emery, do you want to share about the tall poppy? Yeah, that happens uh, frequently here in Australia. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm really sad to, to have to say, and, and that really is, you know, when you start to be noticed, become visible, there are going to be people, and I say they're going to be, there may not be, but I, we're just saying Most that so that you are, yeah, <laughs> to be aware of. And the reason being is it's got nothing to do with you. It really is where they are in their lives and they're unfortunately feeling insecure and, and not really happy with where they are at and so what's so very important is to not get caught up you need to be so clear on who you are and what you stand for remember your stand for is making a stand or taking a stand for your ideal client because you want to support them in overcoming whatever it is that they're struggling with and their challenges and when you're so clear on what you stand for who you are your signature brand your message all of that, it does not matter if you've got these naysayers there or these people who uh, are trying to, you know, to minimize you, just ignore them. But it shows you the importance of getting into a community who are there to support you, who are there to be your cheerleaders, who are there to be a buddy if, if you, you know, you've had a bad day and, and, you know, we all have those days. So it's really important that you don't get caught up in, in, in that negativity. It, they don't have you judging yourself and that you kind of go, okay, give myself five minutes. Okay, five minutes is over now on to the, to the next thing. But the more importantly, of course, is to, to be so clear on who you are, what you stand for and to surround yourself with people who who uplift you and, you know you said uh, yeah. something really cool and I just want to point it out is you know focus on what you're a stand for and focus on helping and supporting your ideal client mm. so you know if, if tall poppy syndrome starts to happen for you just remember this when you smile you cannot frown at the exact same second right mm -hmm. you're either smiling or you're frowning and so what you just said, Amory, is so important. So I want you to think about smiling and frowning. And then I also want you to think about what Amory just said. And when you're focusing on your ideal client and what you're a stand for, if you're focusing forward on your ideal client and what you're a stand for, you can't be focusing on other people's stuff. Yeah. The ones that are maybe not so happy for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, wow, what a what a show. So just to summarize here, you're not visible, you're invisible, you're showing up in the wrong places, you're using the wrong tools of technology, or you're playing small. So if you recognize any of those, woohoo, we're going to celebrate alongside you because now you can go out and uh, take different action steps that really is going to help you be seen. <laughs> What's today's inspirational message? I heard the coolest thing on Super Soul Sunday, and it goes like this. Your decisions today create your results for tomorrow. Love that. I love that too. So we can use that in today's show too, can't we? So what decision are you yeah. going to make today about some of the things we've spoken about? Because it will impact your tomorrow. What another fantastic show, Jennifer. It always is so much fun to, to be able to, yeah, connect with you and, and to just you know, hear you share your brilliance so that we can really continue to support coaches uh, worldwide. Now, if this is the very first time that you have joined us on the show, it really has been an honor to spend the last 30 or so minutes with you. Please subscribe to our iTunes channel, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash 
CCP iTunes. And while you're there, leave a comment and a rating because that really helps and supports us in getting the message out to many other um, incredible coaches who are wanting to impact the world with their message. And if you're not on iTunes, you can also subscribe to our Stitcher channel as well and leave a rating there too. So another fantastic show, Jennifer. Thank you. And we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.